This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It's that time of the year again. Samsung is typically the first company to launch a flagship phone and it didn't disappoint with today's unpacked event. So what did it unveil? I'm Roger Chang, this is Daily Charge. Joining me is CNET's mobile reporter, David Lum. Welcome, David. Thank you, thanks for having me. So what did Samsung announce today? Samsung announced three new phones uh, that we all expected, the Samsung Galaxy uh, S22, the S22 Plus, and the S22 Ultra, as well as a couple tablets and some updates to the the, uh, Galaxy Watch. Great. So let's let's start with that flagship product, the Galaxy S22 line. You mentioned those three different models. I'm curious if you could break down the differences between the three models. Yeah. So you've got your basic uh, S22, uh, which is $800, and it comes with kind of what we saw last year. So there's not too much different. Uh, they shook up the cameras a little bit. You've got a new processor. Um, but kind of what you saw a year ago is what you have now, which is, you know, a little disappointing, but it's, uh, kind of what you're getting for the base model. The $1,100 S22 plus is larger. Um, again, not much change, kind of same as the basic model. And the ultra is your big, your flashy, and especially your productivity minded one, uh, for $1,300. So that's, that's, that's what you want to get for the top end line. And, uh, in terms of feature set, like what, what are we talking about? If the S22, if the base S22 is, you know, essentially last year's model with slightly new tweaks, like what, what are you getting with that ultra line and that plus line that justifies the added expense? Is it just size? Are there extra features? What, what are we looking at? Yeah. Um, far and away, the, the most obvious big thing is the S Pen support now with an S Pen sheath or holster or whatever you want to call it. Uh, you can now carry your your stylus with you, which is the big advance. Um, and is that I'm sorry, just, is that for all the entire line, or is that just for the ultra? Or? Just for the ultra. Yeah, unfortunately, this is kind of your your new note here, um, and it's at the top end of the lineup. Uh, the S22 and the Plus they don't support the S Pen. And so, what what are some of the other features that the Ultra might have that say the the other two don't? Uh, it's mostly software um, and software for the cameras. So you've got a little bit more advanced sort of combination photo, um, what they call adaptive pixel. And while these smaller end phones, the S22 and the Plus, have this too, they only have what's called tetra binning, which is combining four pixels into one. The Ultra has nana binning, which is nine pixels into one. And in theory, that'll get you brighter photos, sharper photos, more vibrant photos as you combine more data uh, into a single picture. Okay. Uh, is that sort of the, the big difference? Because, I, I mean, though, are there any other upgrades over uh, the previous models that, that are showing up here? Specs are mostly the same. Um, you've got a you know maximum one terabyte storage. Uh, you've got the new chipset, of course. Um, once again, uh, storage is not expandable. Um, so you kind of, what you, what you get in the phone is what you're carrying with you, unless you do some sort of cloud storage option. Um, battery is... is 
is still big, um, but not any bigger than last year. Got it. So, I mean, this is an interesting question then. Like, what, I mean, who, who is this for? Um, and is it, I mean, are you surprised, I guess, that the upgrades or the, the differences between this year's line and last year's line are so incremental? Uh, I'm not totally surprised, and I should clarify that um, there is a slightly better sort of screen AI thing called Vision Booster, um, just makes for, for more dynamically adaptive screens, like if you're in a bright environment and so on. But other than that, I think the, the S22 Ultra is is for all those wanting a note, um, and, and not just the S21 Ultra that allowed you to use it, but, uh, you know, the new one. Uh, uh, lets you carry it with you in a, in a little slot that everyone really missed from the Note days. Got it. And so, I mean, does this effectively mean the Galaxy Note is dead? Uh, <laughs> Samsung's not saying that, but uh, I, I think that's that's the, the sort of reading between the lines we're getting. Um, in a briefing, a spokesperson told us that the Samsung or Note is more of an experience than a product line, uh, which they applied to the, the tablets too, uh, which, which all have stylus uh support but i don't think we're going to get another note now could they release one at the end you know toward the end of the year and surprise us all of course um but i you know for whatever reason samsung is betting on foldables instead of the stylus productivity sort of minded phones um and and this is what we're getting at the beginning of the year and if you want a stylus note style phone you got to pay for the ultra Got it. And it makes sense. I mean, the, the big, obviously the big innovation that the Note pioneered were larger screens, uh, screens that we initially thought were too large. And now that it seems like every phone is huge, there really isn't really isn't room for a Note, um, especially if you're taking the the one the only other features, which is the S Pen and jamming into the Ultra. So that that makes a lot of sense um, that, that they're, if not officially killing it, then at least... Um, uh, retiring it uh, and, and, and creating these spiritual successors. Uh, you know, going back to that original question, like, uh, who, who are these phones for? If the S22 line is really seeing just a couple of incremental upgrades, and I know there's some things like better, potentially better low light photography as well, but, uh, you know, if, if these advances are so slight, like, who who should be looking to upgrade to one of these phones? Well, the more experts I talk to, the more I sort of understand that Samsung's got a huge, you know, global footprint. Uh, mm-hmm. It ships the most phones of, of any phone manufacturer. And I think if you want a top end phone, you're, you've got this, you've got uh, a top end Android phone, you've got the S22 series. So if you're waiting on an upgrade, this is kind of what you've got for the year. Um, of course, there are other brands and there are other, you know, phones, but you know, this is the gold standard that we get every year at the beginning. And uh, there's a reason for that. But if you got an S21 last year, I really don't see a reason to upgrade to the S22. All right. Well, that makes sense. Uh, let's switch gears to the, the tablet family. Like, what What's new about the Galaxy Tab 8 line? Uh, not too much. Slight redesign, smaller bezels. Um, obviously, the, the big addition is the Tab S8 Ultra, which is literally big. It's 14.6-inch screen. Uh, that's you know, basically laptop size now, and and they really want laptop power. Uh, so they all have the Snapdragon 8 Gen 1 chipset, but you're getting, you know, the extra RAM, the extra storage that you would expect, say, in an iP- a top-end iPad Pro. Yeah, that's, uh, 
that's an interesting point that they're they're kind of going after the the iPad Pro line. I'm I'm curious because I I hardly know anyone who actually owns a Samsung tablet. I mean, there are obviously a lot of iPads out there. I know they do sell well overseas. I'm curious if you have any kind of indication of how popular Samsung's tablet line is. I don't really, but I think we're we're in a big iOS bubble here in the U.S. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that has a lot to do with it, partially because Samsung uh, invests so much in its ecosystem, much as Apple does. But Samsung's interoperability with its apps, its Notes apps, and and you know you see in the presentations them swapping, you know, between products and screens, and and especially you know pitching it as a productivity device with Dex. Um, it's you know sort of desktop like simulating. Uh, software, it's it's more popular abroad because Android's more popular abroad, um, yeah. and and there are consequences of that in in the sense that um, the you know we don't see them popular here because nobody really supports Android tablets for very long here. I don't think they have a lot of a foothold. Right. No, that that's a great point. Uh, going back to the question, same question I asked about the phones. I'll apply to the Tab Eight or Galaxy S Tab Eight. Who might consider buying one of these? Well, I think they're pretty competitively priced with uh, the the iPad Pro. So I think anyone who would consider an on the go productivity sort of thing, and they don't want um, you know lug around a laptop, but they want a more mobile experience, they'll probably pick one of these up. Especially since uh, they invest, Samsung invests so heavily in its S Pen support. Um, and unlike the uh, the iPad Pros, I think there's there's a little bit more of a of a magnetic. Um, you know, take your stylus with you functionality to that as opposed to just like sort of clipping onto the side. Um, I think anyone who who has a Samsung phone is going to enjoy this a lot more than just anyone who has an Android um, because Samsung's One UI sort of overlay is is kind of particular. Right. And the and to be clear, the, the S Pen comes with the, all the tab base or is that an extra uh, accessory like the uh, iPad Pro and the Apple Pencil? It comes with the Ultra, okay. but it's an extra accessory that you have to buy for the, the basic tab and the Tab Plus. And how much do the tablets cost? The Tab S8 starts at about $700. At $700, the Tab S8 Plus starts at $900, and the Tab S8 Ultra starts at $1,100. Um, that's pretty comparable. I think it undercuts the, the uh, iPad Pro models from last year, um, except for the Ultra, of course, which is in a new class of its own. Right, right. Much, much larger. Like you said, definitely full laptop size. Uh, lastly, we also got some updates to the Galaxy Watch 4, which they announced back in the summer. What were some of the new features coming, or what are some of the new features coming to that watch? Uh, the, the new features are kind of old features in the sense that they were promised when uh, Google and, and Samsung announced that we'd be getting a, a mm-hmm. combined uh, watch operating system. So when the uh, when it launched back in August, uh, the the operating system I, I think it's uh, Wear OS three, but you know sort of combining the Tizen and the Wear OS thing, uh, we we thought we'd be getting some of these features, including Google Assistant, uh, which is kind of the big addition here. Um, it's not here now; it's coming in the it, it'll be arriving in the coming months. So hopefully by April or May, um, but. You know, we, we don't have a, a strong time frame there. Otherwise, there are a couple uh, additions to, to workouts um, and uh, a, a sleep animal. You'll be assigned a sleep animal. Got it. Well, uh, 
We'll be on the lookout for our Google Assistant. It seems like kind of a big one to, to have for Galaxy Watch 4 or the Galaxy S Watch 4. David, thanks for your time. You can check out our full Samsung coverage at CNET.com. If you have any questions, ping me on Twitter at The Daily Charge or send for direct text messages from me by heading to cnet.co slash daily charge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening. <laughs>